Good day, good day, good day. Here we are for episode four of LTD. Let's talk drag. So yes, we are here to talk about episode four of Drag Race Down Under entitled Recycled. Um, and so I really, it really wasn't our intention to turn this into a, a Drag Race Down Under bashing podcast. First off, who are you? Oh, I'm Jessica. I'm Jay. I'm Chris. And yeah, so that wasn't our original intent, but gosh darn it, it's starting to look that Not way. Gosh darn it. <laughs> All right, so I guess we're ready to jump right dive in. First into this, this <laughs> to this catastrophe. Okay, so. Of course, the show begins showing after Coco's elimination. Electra's rightly confused about what the judges actually want. Of course, she mentions that she felt that she was in the bottom for being too good. And so then we got a little shade. Okay, let me refer. Okay, yeah, yeah. A lot of shade from uh, et cetera. From Um, from the middle of the roads from the beginning. Like, how are you going to shade somebody and you've been in the middle this whole time ain't won nothing, ain't stood out in nothing. Right. Well, pants legs. <laughs> so, yeah, Electra was throwing, I mean, et cetera, was throwing a lot of shade at Electra for her fashions, which was very, man, it was like pot meat kettle to me personally. Well, yeah, et cetera, et cetera, was really, really going in on, uh, on Electra Shock. Saying she had no taste level. Uh, she was just being super, super shady. Uh, and as y'all mentioned, Electra Shock was, she was shook uh, and just kind of confused about what was going on. Saying that, how can it be a bad thing to be compared to Beyonce? And uh, I think I'd have to agree. I don't know if I would have actually said uh, I was in the bottom for being too good. I don't, I don't. Think that was necessarily the case, but I can see why she was confused. And then uh, Scarlett was also mm-hmm. coming. Yeah, I was about hard. to say we're not gonna gloss over yeah, just his girl Scarlett because yeah, saying putting glitter on a turd mm-hmm. it's still a turd. It's still a turd. Uh, so I, I really think they were they were really getting after Electra Shock this week. I think Scarlett kind of warranted because you know she did win the challenge or whatever. So blah blah, blah. but etc. Trying to ride the coattails of. Scarlet's win, like you ain't done shit. Like that's, right. you have no yeah. leg to talk any kind of shit to anybody. Right. That's just my piece about et cetera, et cetera, because she got on my nerves this entire episode. So bad, so much, and yeah. So Scarlet was throwing mad shade. I was just like, I, it, to me, it comes off as you obviously are threatened by Electra for some reason because dang, I mean, you went. They both went in hard. Yeah, uh, but Electra shocked. She was not stepping down though. I mean, she yeah. she was holding her own, which was which was good to see. Yeah, I think she said, "None of us are friends." Yeah, she said, <laughs> "I hate everybody." Yeah. So uh, I'm glad she was, you know, not letting that not letting it ride, trying to serve back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I 100 uh, percent support her hating everyone. It's like I'm not even winning challenges, and y'all are still giving me this much shade and this much shit. Like Jessica said. It seems like they're threatened, which if you're, to me, on the outside looking in, why are you threatened? If you listen to the judges and you pay attention to how things are going, there's literally no reason to be threatened because I was surprised it wasn't her that went home this week somehow. Yeah, I wonder what it feels like to be actually in the competition. Again, as we're looking from the outside in, you know, we see certain things, but I wonder how they feel, especially someone like Etc., where she's 
been safe, except for today, but you've been safe and getting no critiques. And I don't think they really get to hear what the judges say. They get to hear the girls tell them when they come backstage. So it just makes me wonder how it would be, you know? Well, et cetera did mention that, that she's kind of operating in the dark, which mm-hmm. is the, which is the case if you've been safe week mm-hmm. after week after week. And which is probably why she ended up taking her critique so hard because she had not heard a critique for four weeks. Yeah. Or, three. So, or yeah, three weeks. Four, yeah. yeah. So I would imagine that it would be difficult to know, am I doing something right? Am I doing something wrong? Uh, how do I need to change or evolve? It's probably all, all very, very tricky. Mm-hmm. Now, before we move on, I do want to s- take a s- quick sidestep. Um, because when we get to the opening credits with the special guest for this week was Els Carrot. Mm-hmm. And I was like, who is this? So I just wanted to point out he's a trans actor and he's in this show or movie. I don't know how to pronounce it, but it's like a transgender web series. And so I just wanted to shout that out. Very awesome for RuPaul, who doesn't necessarily have the best history with trans people to showcase this actor on the show. So after credits, RuPaul enters the workroom to introduce the maxi challenge. The pit crew comes in, bringing in a large dumpster of trash. One piece of trash, including Art Simone. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was uh, surprised that Art Simone was in the trash heap. Um, I guess I, I know that sometimes they bring queens back. I guess I just wasn't expecting it. And then... If you're going to bring a queen back for it to be a 66% chance, 0.67 repeating, (laughs) for it to be a chance of being a queen of color and then for it to be the 33% chance, Art Simone, non-queen of color, was Mm -hmm. a bit disappointing. Not a bit disappointing. Mm -hmm. It was was a lot. Huge as, again, as you should know by now, we are black. So a huge disappointment. I can only speak for myself when um, even when the odds are against you, the white queen still comes back versus the two queens of color. Um, and for what? You know, what was the reason, to quote Cardi B, like, why? Yeah, that that's my thing. Why? Why bring art back? And if you wanted to, you know, kind of seemingly extend the show, I feel like last week was the perfect opportunity to just keep the two queens that were in the bottom and move on that way instead of bringing back Art, who was rightfully eliminated because they did Not terrible. Good job. <laughs> and that's all. That's literally all there is to it. And as a fan of Art Simone, I yeah. still was like, "No, this right. is not the way I would have went." Yeah, I'm kind of glad she's back. I thought that she was had a lot more to bring to the show. Granted, I would have liked to have seen JoJo's a hoe, Coco, but probably JoJo's a hoe. To see, uh, to see what else she had up her sleeve, especially since next week is a brand challenge, and those can be really, really funny. So yeah, I, I, but I think Art Simone is probably going to bring a lot in terms of design and elevating the drag that is there, because a lot of the drag that's on the show is 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 not great. So they probably needed somebody else to show what what good Australian drag looks like. I mean, wow. I feel like that you said a whole lot in that, but the only <laughs> thing I really want to touch on is the fact that you said you're glad Art Simone is back because you feel like Art Simone still had a lot to show and do. I feel like the same can 100% be said for JoJo, who Thank only you. got to do one challenge, one episode, and that was it. So how do you... I mean, granted, jo- JoJo's drag was raggedy. But... Right, but give her another chance. 
first queens eliminated should always get another chance. I also want to point out that historically the other queens, well, when they knew the queens were coming back, they would get to vote. Okay, so that could be another opportunity, another option. Or they just, weren't gonna vote for these people of color though. Come on now. Yeah, you probably let's, right. Let's we probably real. still would have. I disagree. I think they probably would have because when when they saw that Art Simone was back, they were shook. I mean, they were not looking forward to seeing uh, Art back in the competition. Karen from Finance said it was especially like right. she was not excited. About and Karen from Finance proved why she shouldn't have right. been excited about it this week. Right. <laughs> and like I said, I want to point out that I am a fan. So a lot, some of this is a joke or jokes because I am a fan of Art. And it's not about not wanting her to come back, but it's about giving other queens a chance. Art has already uh, established herself as a, a good drag queen. Um, let these other girls, to me, that was the original intent of Drag Race. Let these other queens who might not have that level of esteem get another chance. I'm just saying, Art's taking it all. Like we all said, we're all fans of Art Simone. Yeah. My upset is mostly directed at Rue and whoever is in charge of production because Art, I feel like, didn't come to say, hey, let me come back in. It's like <laughs> they made that decision. So, like, yeah. I can't be too mad at Art because Art didn't make that decision. But. Mm-hmm. It's still tough to root for Art Simone now when mm-hmm. there were other options that could have been brought back to, you know, like you said, she's already established. Let these queens have another chance to, you know, do a little something. Right. Yeah, I, I, I agree. And like you're saying, or or agreeing, <laughs> uh, that I thought if anybody should have been brought back, it, it should have been JoJo. Uh, but... We'll see. It's it, this season has been interesting to say the mm-hmm. least. I'm not going to necessarily commit to all of Jessica's conspiracy theories, but I could see why uh, <laughs> they have a lot of traction. It do be looking mm-hmm. like it. So let's move on because again, I can talk about that all day. I'm saying you don't even need the theories though for, for right. what's happening now. You can just watch the episode and clearly see the facts are there. It's facts. So rude describes the challenge where the queens can take crusty cast offs and turn them into runway looks that are drop dead gorgeous um the queens can use their own hair shoes and undergarments but everything else has to come from the dumpster um so of course when he does the countdown the queens start fighting over the materials anything to add about that i guess um it's a good thing you you can use your own draws but <laughs> hey, look did uh, Electric Shock not find a pair of underwear in there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they were big I granny, white granny panties. And yeah. Scarlett wanted to use them, and she said no. Once the challenge is introduced, Karen immediately was like, I don't want to do this. Why <laughs> can I get to the, the funny stuff? Yeah, that's basically what she said. All right, and so I was immediately worried about Karen and Anita. <laughs> Those that Very outright funny. said that they cannot sew. And I was worried about Electra because she said she could sew, but she could not style. Yeah. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, all of her runway looks made a lot more sense. Hey, 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 hey. Now, what you're not going to do? If you can't style, then it's probably hard to put together Watch a it. unique outfit. Just saying. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, in that little, you know, after everybody gets all their stuff, we still have more etc mm-hmm. talking shit for somebody who ain't done nothing <laughs> right no i mean she was really really it going on, on i mean just mm-hmm. would not stop talking about electric shock and just really really getting after it. i will say it was very entertaining to watch oh yeah it was i it was very entertaining 
But I just think it shows how insecure, like, no, et cetera, is, which is, you know, it is what it is. Again, I don't know how it feels to be on Drag Race. Um, I also wanted to shout out Maxie for saying how uh, she didn't know how to sew, but when she was going to, when she found out she was going to be on the show, she took sewing <laughs> she took lessons. Sewing lessons. Right. So shout out to a real one. They also asked Art Simone about that watch out note. Oh, yeah. And Art denied it in a joking manner. So do we assume Art, that she did quote, it? Art, air denied it. <laughs> yeah. 100% did it. Definitely think she did it. <laughs> to me, it's almost, it was confirmed that she did it. Which, yeah. I mean, could it also be like, watch out because I'll be back? Right. Did she already know she was coming back? Who knows? I don't. But I'm just saying. Why would you leave that kind of note if you off the show? What a twist. <laughs> <laughs> what a twist. <laughs> I can't. When Karen from Finance said, I'm going to be Chappelle Corby, y'all know, and asked me who it was. We said no. But, like, that was the hill that Karen almost died on because she wanted to portray a character in the Trash to Treasure Challenge. Listen. Like, what? My views on Karen have changed. <laughs> Karen is one note. If she can't be Karen from finance, she ain't got it. And to me, that doesn't make a good queen. Like, you can't, if all you can do is that one thing. I mean, yeah, the, like, drunk girls that she did in the beginning were funny. But they were still, to me, no, variations Karen of Karen, Karen from finance. So when she decided to, you know, climb this Chappelle Corby hill, uh, <laughs> even after Rue said, I, I, don't, I don't know. You know, it's a, you know, design challenge, right? And she still chose to do that. I was like, and then didn't make it high fashion or anything. Just like basic. They said Halloween costume. What did they say? Dorothy, like <laughs> Dorothy the Explorer doing bad things. <laughs> yeah, that's very accurate. The cost, yeah, I'm gonna call it a costume. It was. was was very poor. It, so I didn't even <laughs> know. Poor. I didn't know who Chappelle Corby was. I did not take the time to look it up. No. But regardless, I was like, okay, you went with a multicolored skirt and a white top and a book bag. <laughs> I mean, don't forget the doobie and the doobie. She's spent probably too much time making. Right, uh, that because, took no time. She had it when they did the uh, right. interview with Rue. Oh, right. so it's like, what effort did you put into the outfit in general? I, I'm fine if you want to do a character, but if you're if you're gonna do one, then it needs to be popping. Mm, like, because to me, I would say Scarlet had a character, but it was definitely way more elevated than anything Karen from Finance had on. Mm. Yeah, I don't want to get to the runway yet, but yes, exquisite. Um, speaking of taking a hint, so when Rue met with Electra, Electra was smart. Yeah. Um, I don't know what the hell she was thinking with the kangaroo killer. killer. Like WTF. But man, you gotta appreciate a receptive queen. You don't get that kangaroo hunter. I can't. You know what I'm saying? That's not what RuPaul's she girls she hunting all them. Dead kangaroo. Well, she had to use what she had, but yeah, but uh, she took a note and she said, okay, uh, note taken. And she changed it. Yeah. So I also had famous last words written down next to uh, Electra Shock. Because uh, when she said, all right, uh, looks like Rue wants me to keep it simple. And I was like, ooh, I just hope she doesn't take simple and go right back to basic. <laughs> Let's but, discuss those notes that Rue gave. Well, I did. I did want to say uh, 
I was kind of interested to see what the kangaroo hunter would have looked like. I mean, I was interested in it too. I was like, it's but different. I'm glad that it was a lot. It would have been a lot going on. Yeah, it would have been better than Chappelle Gorby. Oh, yeah, but based on the drawing that <laughs> Shock had, hey, was, that drawing, going, it's a drawing for me. It was going to be really bad. Don't judge the lady's uh, yeah. drawing skills. It made no sense. You're right. <laughs> it made no anyway, sense. this is where my real gripe started. So, RuPaul's Drag Race is always like, be different, stand out, blah, blah, blah. You know what I'm uniqueness. The uniqueness. So, yes, Electric Drag has been basic. Yes, Electra stood out, which is what they say on every other season of Drag Race, right? Last week, stood out, made it about her. Didn't even really make it about her, in my opinion, but, you know, the judge said she made it about her. They held that against her. And then Rue's notes for her were, oh, you have a body that's easy to style. Have you ever thought about doing high glamour? Essentially just describing basic-ass drag, like, that we see all the time. Why would you give a note to say, do the same stuff that we we see all the time, but then preach be different? Right, which is why I was concerned about Electra Shock when she said, yeah, Rue wants me to keep it simple. I was like, haven't you been keeping it simple the past few weeks? And that's so my thing. I was thing, very, like, very, very concerned. But I'm glad she pulled it out. I feel like there was a bit of sabotage trying to happen there, and she kind of just overcame that. Well, well, she well. Ru, to be fair, Rue also talked about her being glam or glamour, maybe right? Didn't she talk about glamour? Yeah. Um, I do think Electra tried her version of glamour. I think it could have been better, but well, yeah, but it's Electra. It could always be better. <laughs> but anyway, I feel like Rue was looking for like classic Rue look from Electra because they're built the same. Maybe. And maybe. so you saw how her hair was up, like right. Rue-esque to the best of Electra's abilities. No. <laughs> that That is a good point, but I, I'll, I'll go back to what Electra Shock was saying when she didn't know how to style herself. And mm-hmm. I think that's part of the issue is that she's got the great height and the bald head, so everything should, should work uh, fairly easily, but it seems like it's not coming together quite as easily. So I think Rue saying a monkey could style Nicole Kidman was probably a hint to maybe look towards those those type of people. Uh, like, what would Nicole Kidman wear? If I'm built like that, then let me take a look at what she's doing and, and do something similar. Well, yeah, because, uh, I mean, going off on a little tangent, the reality is that is what fashion is. Like, when you look at people that society idolizes their style, it's very I mean, it's basic. Let's just call it what it is. Neutral colors, a tank top, an oversized pair of pants, a blazer, jeans, and a white shirt. I mean, when you have a certain body, you can basically wear whatever it is, whatever you want, and it's fashion. You know what I mean? So I think that's kind of Rue's sense of fashion. But it it is, when in doubt. I mean, that's kind of my model of fashion. When in doubt, be basic. And then, you you know, your look, the way you carry it, can elevate it. So Anita talking about how she can't sew and was going to use a hot glue gun when I when I when I, I heard had flashbacks. that, I, yeah, I knew she was going to be in the bottom. It was like, girl, really? Again, like find the time. This is for anyone who wants to be on Drag Race. Find the time to learn to sew. I took sewing lessons when I was in high school. Um, to me, uh, every lady should know how to sew. But of course, this that's is overkill. the nineteen. <laughs> That's overkill, but seriously, if you're going to be on Drag Race, 
you need to know some basic sewing, a basic pattern that flatters your body type. Uh, work with a few different uh, fabrics because I was a little disappointed. Was it Maxie who said she can't work with stretch fabrics? Like, honey, especially when you have curves, you need to learn how to That bitch just learned how to sew. You uh, know, you know, stretch fabrics are harder to work with. Hard, but wise, girl, practice. She just learned how to sew. She said that. Right. But, so I, I will say, Anita didn't say she didn't know how to sew. It's just oh, that she, right. uh, yeah, was she was not, just running out of time, right. and so she, she was, was just not the best. Stuff. And so I feel that if she had not mentioned the hot glue gun when she was talking to Rube, then maybe she would have gotten a little. Maybe maybe she would have called him a slighter, a bigger break. But if you mentioned it out loud then that's definitely in RuPaul's head. So when you yeah. come to the runway and your dress is falling apart, <laughs> it, it's, it's going to be like, oh, well, if you had sewn this instead of hot glued it, then you would be looking better. Just saying, don't be out here hot gluing ass la la Other note I, I had written down is when etc. comes up and she's talking about I'm going to be the goddess of the harvest. <laughs> and RuPaul is just kind of like, Oh, right. I said Jasmine from Aladdin. Is that you? But the broke version? Right. Right. And she, and she had the nerve to say, well, this is going to be my last safe. And I was like, mm. also famous last words. <laughs> and boy, was she right. Yeah. So if it's your last safe, it could be your last time getting talked to if you have to sashay away. So, so <laughs> the other fun shade of the episode was when Rue was talking with Scarlett mm-hmm. and she asked, Scarlett to give Electra advice on her performance from the last challenge. That's where I made my note that said, I hate this show. Oh, elaborate. Just because it's so, <laughs> you don't even need conspiracy theories and stuff to see what's going on and to see the dislike directed at Electra. It's like, why even, you asked everybody why? else about what they were wearing and what they were doing. And then Scarlet comes and you want to say, oh, well, you know, last week you, you won last week's challenge. What pointers would you give to Electra and what she did? It was an unnecessary question built for just to build drama. Mm-hmm. And the advice given there's more to performing than doing splits was not necessarily helpful. And it's it not. Was, it was. What's the word? It was um, it was obvious that, again, to me, that jealousy. Uh, just because you can't do a split, don't be mad at her because she can. And then to shade her for being a backup dancer to some people, it's like, I'm sorry, who who have you danced for at all? Right. So I wasn't mad at Electra at all when she did the name dropping. Yeah, like, I would have. I don't care because basically, it's like I'm na- what you say, J Lo, Sia, Jessie yeah. J. Like, um, what I'm doing is working for me. Essentially, I know that there's more to dance, but I was trying to me. I'm doing this to let them do what they know how to do and kind of just take this one spot in this one role. No one else saw it that way right. that last week, but that's just what I think. But yeah, I was about over the electric. It was just like, damn. It was too much. It was like too obvious. And again, how would she feel? Like, again, how do they like, do they know? Like, hey, we're, just, we're letting you know you're going to be the one we're ganging up on this week. I mean, it's like, That's what dang. it seemed like. It's like Coco's gone now. We got to direct it all at yeah. one person. Yeah, that's why I feel like this is more of a class thing than mm, a black white yeah. thing because obviously, I, well, I guess not necessarily obviously, but Electra Shock mentioned that uh, she had lost her studio, lost her home at one point. So I don't know where she is now, but 
she probably doesn't have as much money as the other queens. I mean, she's yeah. still working for Keita so, and Anita, so. Co- correct. Right. She, she is working, working for two yeah. queens that are, that, are on, that are on the show. But I did love watching it. I hate to say it. I, I, I did to a degree, but it just became like too much and almost like forced to me. Like with the root question, it seemed forced. I'm telling you. I agree. The root question was over the top. It was like, there's nothing good that can come out of this. Electroshock standing right over there. Shady bitch. <laughs> right. It wasn't was an appropriate response uh, to the question and the answer. Yeah. Rue was shady. I know she loves to preach positivity in her songs, which I do love, but it's like, girl, you're so shady. Anyway, so then we're on to Elimination Day. Um, everybody's shading everybody this episode because Shakita was secretly shading Anita's, um, I guess, runway look. Oh, um, I, back, hold on. Oh. Back to Kita. Did y'all peep Kita also making the same face that Anita makes at one point? Mm-mm. I didn't. I but Well, I kind of did, but and the difference like, is that Kita's face isn't long. And- yeah, it isn't long. <laughs> And so her face can pull it off a lot better than Anita's can. I guess so, but I was like, uh, mm. that looks familiar. I don't like that. Mm. But they brought up a really, again, probably from the producers, but a really interesting topic about drag queens and how when they show up at events, some of the queens were saying that people, if they're showing up as their boy self, people will say, why aren't you in drag? We wanted to see you in drag. I thought, man, I wonder how that feels. And I know there's this issue where there's been queens of the past who just struggle with these two identities um to the point where they quit drag because they don't like it um aja is one that comes to mind where they just don't even do drag anymore because i don't know is it the lack of finding that balance between man and woman i don't know i feel like if you're showing up at something where people know who you are one these dudes could show up and i'd be like "Mm, i don't (laughs) I couldn't even ask you who you are because <laughs> I don't know. Um, but I think that if you're like booked as, you know, this drag queen's going to be here and then you show up as yourself, I think that in that sense, the people aren't getting what they came to see and what they were advertised. Now, in just a regular setting, like, you know, you at a party and you bump into <laughs> somebody, it's like, why are you in full drag? Where's my check? Like, why would I be in full drag? Right. Yeah, so I think they were referring to the latter and not the former. And just when they're just out and about and like, oh, why aren't you in drag? And I imagine that'd probably be pretty tough. It's like, well, you know, I don't sleep and live in drag every day. I am a person. My drag character is just that. It's a character. Uh, Batman doesn't walk around (laughs) as Batman. He spends his normal life as Bruce Wayne. But he could. Same thing. He could, but I, I would imagine he'd be very uncomfortable, just like he would be walking around as a drag queen all day. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, that's a tough situation to be in. And you would think people would empathize with that or relate that, hey, this person is a person, not just this drag queen I see on TV. Mm-hmm. Uh, but obviously they don't. I mean, I feel like Australia, you know, it's, they got people in the mission. So, I mean, I don't Well, empathy I, isn't... <laughs> No, I think this probably this probably goes beyond. It probably happens here too. But yeah, if, if but we're speaking were, about down under, so I'm just saying. Right, because I would imagine people walk up to Alyssa Edwards when she is in boy form, like, "Oh, I wish you were in drag," and be like, 
I'd be like, F you. Well, <laughs> but yeah, then, you know, people also want, you know, it's like if you meet an Alyssa Edwards or whoever and, you know, you happen to run into them. Yeah, it's cool to get the pick, but then not saying that I agree with this mindset, but then it's like, but it'd be way cooler if <laughs> it was me and you were in, you were in your drag. Then go to a show. Pay no, money. I agree. Pay I said I don't agree with the mindset, but I think that's package. generally people's, you yeah. know, ideas. Like, yeah. you play this character. When I see you, I want you to be this character, so I can say I met this character, not right. I met this random dude. <laughs> yeah, you're right. So along the same lines, etc. I don't know if she ever explicitly said this, but she said it in this episode that she identifies as non-binary. They. Um, they identify as non-binary. Again, this is stuff that I'm learning. It's very, to me, it's a, such a foreign concept um, when the way she described herself. It, it, it does make me sad. So I think it's empathize with how that would feel um, and how maybe confusing, I don't know if confusing is the right word, but how different that would be when you're a drag queen. I think it's confusing when you try to equate it with, people's perceptions of you like for yourself it's crystal clear Mm -hmm. who you are and how you feel but when then when you try to account for you know in this very situation someone used to you in drag and saying why are you in drag or when you're in drag you're saying why are you hers was the opposite right or theirs was the opposite excuse me uh why are you ever in your boy form and they were like i don't have a boy form or a girl form right i'm a they Right. right I just imagine that would be tough uh, to try to explain, explain to people and have to right explain it over and over again um, because I've always known the term. Not I haven't always known, but since it was a term, I've I've known what it was, but I've never actually heard anyone explain it. Mm-hmm. And so I, I do appreciate the show for taking the time. Uh, yes. To explain what non-binary is and how it feels for a person to live as non-binary, because they're not trans, it doesn't right. necessarily want to give up uh, the male part of her gender and doesn't want to become a woman. Uh, so I think that was important for me to hear that from a non-binary person what it means to them. Now, just to clarify, non-binary people can also be trans. Right. Okay. So, so the not being trans is specific to, to et, cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But okay. non-binary people can be trans, and trans people can be non-binary. Okay. Cool. But yeah. But I, I was... still didn't sympathize with that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> they should identify as a bitch. Okay. In that seat. Can we just call her B? Not anything. <laughs> but um, as a teacher, I remember last year I had a student who said that, and I was like, oh, okay. Um, not knowing really <laughs> and it was like I didn't know and I still you know don't know because it, it is confusing when you say when you look at someone and they say they don't identify as a gender but they stereotypically look a they present way. as they present a certain way so again like Chris said it was helpful to learn and hear what it is and, and get some more education because I am honestly ignorant uh, when it comes to that and love to learn and you know because um that's something that's important to know um so do we want to move on to the runway let's go all right so rue comes out first of course with her little short mini dress um green and yellow and silver and uh white with the matching leg warmers and she's got the big sleeves um i actually uh i liked it 
I liked it. And then she had the matching green and yellow um, eyeshadow. I liked it. I mean, I'm not a big color person, but for a color look, I thought it was pretty good. <laughs> I thought it was a nice switch up from the ball gowns and yeah. the one note situations. Yeah, you almost convinced me that you liked it. Yeah, <laughs> it so uh, yeah but I liked it. Mm. You sounded so unsure. Uh, you liked yeah. it. I, I thought she looked like the uh, this. You about to be shady. Like a Seattle Supersonic. Okay. All right. Yeah. Like she was about to go dance for the Seattle Supersonics. Okay. I thought it. I thought it looked good though. Chris got cheerleader vibes out of room. Yeah, with the big sleeves and the short. Mainly because it was short and it was green and gold and white. So <laughs> no, she, I get it. Yeah, match the colors of the team. But it was nice to see her switch it up from traditional floor length ball gown. Yeah, I always love when she switches it up. I do. All right, so let's talk about the queen. So, first out is Art Simone with the all pink Marie Antoinette inspired look, including the white face. What did we think? And uh, don't forget the little uh, situation on the side of the head. Was it a castle or whatever? Ish type thing. I don't know. Uh, but you know. okay, I'm sorry. This is I gotta you, say this. You gonna ask for opinions and I know, but it. I gotta say this because I have a I have a debate, or should I save it? Because I have well, there's I a know. conspiracy theory floating around the net, which I can kind of believe, where certain queens are set up to to do better than other queens, right? So all the queens know it's a trash challenge. Some queens might get more material. Some queens might get special treatment that we don't get to see on the show. Um, that definitely came to mind when I saw Art Simone because I mean, come on, did that really look like something she made from the dumpster? I mean, well, you saw the the raw form of most of it before she came out on the runway. Okay, so. fair enough. Right. I, I just asked the question. Yeah, you saw her grab the pink material. So I, I mean, and it was that pool noodles that she used to hold it up. Like yeah. I don't know what it was, but you saw a lot of the raw mm -hmm. uh, material that she used. But when she walked out, I was like, okay, it makes sense why they would want to bring Art, Art Simone back. Because she looked, she looked amazing. Uh, one of the best looks on the runway. Second best. Uh, okay, fair uh, enough. Like I, that's why I said one of the best. Why you over there clutching? Your, clutch, why you over there clutching your pearl? Anyway, <laughs> you cut me off. Then he said, "I'm going there." Uh, no, I thought that you know it was a good return for Art Simone. Like you said, it kind of cemented why they brought her back. Not that I agree with bringing her back, mm -hmm. but it did, you know, cement that she's, to me, she's got the most styling abilities of all the queens. And so with her gone, that was kind of lacking because, you know, last week everybody was looking hot trash in my opinion. But Except for Scarlett with the, with the goon sack. Oh, yeah, the goon yeah. sack. She sensed it in the right spot. Anyway, carry on. All right, so we had Kate Maine come out with the little balls, colorful balls. Look, I think they were balloons. Were they balloons? It was no, no it was balls, like yeah, a ball pit. Like ball pit. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, it it was a decent look. I missed the rip up the back that uh, etc. Et talked about, but but wasn't that shady? It was shady. <laughs> it was to mention it after, after I already walked down the runway. When I first saw her putting that look together, I was like, this is going to be a hot damn mess. And <laughs> when I saw it on the runway, it was not a hot mess. It was it was okay. It wasn't, it yeah, wasn't great. It wasn't that great. I mean, it was I the middle it, of the road. <laughs> I thought the wig was silly with the balls and then the sun umbrella on yeah, top. Yeah, it was, it was uh, you know, what I, my first thought was, 
when did she have time to do that? Because she spent a lot of time helping uh, Anita. Uh-huh. So I think it probably did not take a lot of time. No, that could on, be true. Uh, based on what it was, because the, there were balls on like the little bra part, and then she had the ball wig, and then the skirt was a sleeping bag that she had couldn't have. So yeah, but it had balls around the bottom of it. Right, it had so. balls around the bottom of it, and so then you got to sew the skirt together. Or yeah, yeah, but. Yeah, I, I doubt it took too long for her to sew the sleeping bag together. I mean, okay. So she can slide yeah, it up. You know, it's okay. <laughs> All right, you know, your thoughts. Next. <laughs> Next was et cetera, et cetera, with the curtain gown. It was made out of a curtain. Um, it wasn't no gown. It was pants. Child, she, <laughs> it wasn't pants. pants. It was an extremely no, exaggerated she, she had leggings on. Or, or. I thought they were tights. Yeah, tights. I'm talking uh, about the flowy purple business. Yeah, yeah it wasn't pants. They was unfinished pants. Um, <laughs> Michelle Massage said it best. Yeah, unfinished is, is the right yeah. part. Like when she first came out, I thought it looked, I was like, oh. Mm-mm. But then it's one of those when you take it all in. No. She looked good from the waist up. And it was like, what's going on with the bottom? It just looked incomplete. So, to me, it looked like yeah. she somehow ran out of time and it's like did you just tie that together and right look she was probably too busy talking shit about electric shock too busy making that damn thing she was carrying around i was like what are you doing yeah it's like she's actively trying to sabotage herself not happening for some (laughs) weird reason i don't understand but anyway then we had maxie come on maxie she looks amazing head to toe she worked that non-stretch fabric with an inch of its life, very flattering outfit that flattered her shape so well. They called it, it said it was made out of drag, drag bag. bag. Is that the military bag or is there another meaning no, for I drag bag? No, I could not tell you what a drag bag is. I'm like, was. did they mean like the military? Like the bag that you literally drag? Possibly. Through? I mean, I don't know. But it was very cute. The whole look was everything. I was impressed by Maxi this week. I feel like that look, like you said, put together very nicely for someone who couldn't sew before and then took a sewing class and you know you picked a fabric that wasn't stretchy to put on your bigger than most body (laughs) no shade it's just it is what it is uh and you pulled off something that made you look amazing i think that's almost the best that we've seen maxi look yeah i didn't like it i don't know why it 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 didn't girl by so i will i will be uh contrary on this one uh i don't know it looked it looked okay i guess i it did not move me when she walked out uh i appreciate the the time that she put into it but i just this wasn't moved as much as you two were i guess okay fair enough just saying the construction of it was you know a design challenge and you constructed something that Mm -hmm. fit your body flattered your body Mm -hmm. i thought it was Right. One of her best looks. I agree. Um, and then we had Karen from Finance. <laughs> I don't think we need to say anything else about her Chappelle Corby look. Boo. Yeah, that kind of sums it up. Also, can we take away points for those uh, wedge heels that she chose to oh. wear? I was like, yo, you did not try. And that oh. wig. To me, that wig was horrible. Wig was really bad. The whole thing was horrible. It was horrible. so bad. bad. The basic ass, the basic white top. It was just. Basic, basic. It was basic. so bad. I was like, this is the week Karen goes home. <laughs> I know. I thought right. she was. Right. 
we'll get there. But they say we gonna skip um, Lipsy she out. Electra <laughs> with the tie, the gown made of ties. I thought again, I thought she served Glam the best way she could. Um, I liked the silhouette. I think she was trying, which I think she deserved the safe this week. She really tried to take what Rue said to heart. I uh, was a little bit upset not to see the kangaroo hunter, but <laughs> what she did come through with was, you know, it it was enough to earn a safe, like you said. I mean, yeah, it, it wasn't necessarily anything special. It was a gown made of ties. And I think it, a lot of her being safe was because of the shoddy work on everybody Correct. else. Correct. Hers mm. did look complete. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> and much better than whatever the hell Karen from Finance had. <laughs> huh. um, Anita and the media gown. It was made out of like books and tape from the VHS. I'm going to be honest. I didn't hate it. I didn't either. Again, to me, it goes back to the production because it was like they were trying to make us hate this, and I did not hate this. I didn't hate it. You know. Uh, now I'm not familiar or well versed in prior drag races, but Rue said it had been done before and better. It had, which could be true, but I feel like you can't really judge a different competition off of something, right? Right, that somebody else, yeah, did. from another show. Yeah, I thought it looked fine i mean i'm not granted i'm not in the room and our tv is only as high def as it can get <laughs> but i didn't see uh you know it falling apart yeah like the comment like, about it would fall apart and yeah. then she did a whole lip sync and then right. and didn't fall apart like one page, yeah, on one page, one page. Maybe. but regardless i did not understand why they were so hard on that look when it looked fine i think it was just a set up to send her home like i think there's an order already in mind and it's like, I mean, no, it wasn't the best look, but it wasn't. I feel like they gave her judge criticism like they gave uh, a lecture in all the previous ones, like extra harsh for no reason. It's like there's nothing wrong with it. Like you said, it didn't look like it was going to fall apart. And then to make it through a lip sync and only use lose one page is like, ah, y'all are reaching, but whatever. Yeah, I'm, I'm over that. That's frustrating when it's clear that they want us to think a certain way. And they wanted us to think this is trash, literally. But I it, thought it, it looked was. good. And I don't <laughs> think she got credit for some of that detail because it looked like the pages were like burnt, yeah. right? And I'm like, y'all can't even, <laughs> but whatever. They referenced the burn, but they made fun of the burnt look. Mm. And imagine how long it took to put those VHS mm. tapes onto a dress, even if they were hot. Hot blue. It still took. It still takes time to take them apart, cut them up, and get them on the dress. And the creativity of thinking to pull tape out of the uh, tapes and put it on the dress mm -hmm. is like, uh, I feel like again unnecessarily harsh criticism for what reason? Right. And then last but definitely not least, we had Scarlet with the glandiculous vintage picnic look. I'll go out on a limb first. I hated it. Did not love it. I don't see what everybody thought was so great about it. Yes, you sewed a nice short set. Damn. <laughs> uh, I definitely disagree. She she looked amazing. She tailored that to her body. Uh, there was plenty of stuff to look at. There, were, there was a lot of detail in her accessories. I thought it was the best look on the runway today. Yeah. So she wins the challenge. I think it was deserved. For the first time, Electra is safe along with someone who's should be familiar with being safe, Keita Mean. Which is still very interesting to me that it hasn't been brought up. Mm. Oh, that Keita's been safe the whole time? Yeah, because usually, you know, if somebody's staying in that middle ground, the judges 
bring it up in whatever challenge and say. Like they did with Electra. I mean, et cetera, et cetera. I just think it's very interesting that nothing has been said and she's kind of just getting mm. to skate by. And, and I don't know how. Me either. <laughs> uh, last week with the Bogan prom, that completely off base. This week, it wasn't it wasn't bad, but it wasn't like great either. To me, Karen from Finance built her out and et cetera built her out because they were just not et cetera. Anita. No. Et cetera. No, et cetera, build yeah, her et cetera out build her out. Because it, to me, she should have been in there uh, alone instead of Anita. Mm. Yeah, so let's see. So Art Simone, Max C Shield, and Scarlet get get the good critiques from the judges. The rest do not. Again, we've kind of touched on some of that. Um, so in Untucked, Karen definitely thinks she's in the bottom. Anita thinks she's in the bottom. Anita thinks she's in the bottom. Et cetera is delusional. <laughs> yeah, I think she was having a hard time processing this is my first time getting... Uh... Actually, they haven't been critiqued yet because they're just... Uh, yeah. Backstage? Right. On top? Yeah, they are. They've got critiques. They went back. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah you're right. So, yeah, she is She is upset. She is the one that mentions that she is upset that Kita is not at the bottom and that Kita is safe. And then they cut to her wearing a little ball wig. <laughs> <laughs> like, I hope this doesn't. Right. I hope this doesn't rub off on me. I, uh, I don't know if y'all picked up on it or not, but I felt like she kind of, with the criticism that she got, she was kind of implying that the judges may have been almost wrong about their critiques of her and it's like just take the critique and move on i think that's a natural response when it's your first time getting a critique and it's like well i hadn't heard anything all week and this is the first thing you tell me granted i am an etc apologist Uh, we all know this But uh, to me, that is a common thing that happens when somebody gets their first first critique and it was like, oh, this isn't as positive as I thought. Surely there's something that the judges must be missing about me. Mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I just would love to know how it feels to be there. Because if you, <laughs> I, I just would love to know. I would yeah. just, I wish the queens didn't have to sign that ridiculous contract and they could share more about that. Right. But I love Electroshock watching etc. for Scronker. <laughs> it was great. She was like, finally, look at you now, bitch. All that shit she was yeah. talking earlier. Because yeah. she was talking a lot, man. Yeah. It's ridiculous. But it was nice to see Electra be able to, you know, take a break and yeah. not have to prepare to possibly lip sync for her life again. Okay, relax and have a drink. You know what I'm saying? Okay, so final decisions. Queens come back. Art, Maxi, and etc are safe uh scarlet wins the challenge and in the bottom we've got karen from finance and anita wiglet <laughs> and the funniest part one of the funniest parts of the episode is when karen hits the dab <laughs> <laughs> and now that was the most exciting part of the lip sync because that thing was dry okay i hated it i was wondering because i was it was one of those lip syncs which the the title of the song was so appropriate because I began to wonder, <laughs> is this going to be a double elimination? <laughs> Listen, it was the worst lip sync I've seen personally. I was like, this is dry. I don't care. Both of y'all can go home at this point based on this alone. It wasn't the worst one I've seen. The one with Silky Nutmeg Ganache, and I can't remember who she was lip syncing against, but that it was 
by gosh, one of the worst I'd ever seen. This one was just no energy, basic dance moves over and over again. They were just were they dance moves? <laughs> That's a good point. I don't know if you well, Karen did the little the little pumping kick saying she was doing <laughs> across the her, stage. Her only move. Okay, her, so she had one dance move and then some other stuff. Uh, right, her <laughs> only dance move. It was it was a bad lip sync. I will say I do understand where her name comes from because she just looked like an old white lady trying to dance. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say uh, if she is ever put in a lip sync situation again, I do not think that she can hold her own against anybody else. Fortunately mm-hmm. for her, it was Anita that she went against who's just lanky and long and I feel like doesn't really know how to move. But that was the terrible thing. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, wow, is this over yet? <laughs> it was not good. And I, I did not know the song, uh, so we did get some Danny Minogue, who well, I think we mentioned that we were not very familiar with. Oh, yeah, the sister. And it also seemed like uh, Anita didn't know all of the words. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. and when you don't know the words, that's an immediate ticket home. You sure it wasn't just that big mouth making you think she ain't know the words? Well, it, it was not moving. <laughs> I'm just with, yeah, it was, it was a lot. You know, she be making that face. You can't read the lips when you're making that face. <laughs> so yeah, so Karen is told Chante you stay. Anita is asked to sashay away. Now let me ask y'all this: mm. Do y'all think that it was a fair pick based on the lip sync? Based on lip sync, yeah, based on lip sync, I do. Based on lip sync, I do not. I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know, man. I think that was another case. They just they picked Karen because they wanted her to stay. That's what I. That's how I feel. I don't think Anita knew the words. I don't think she knew the words. When I was looking at her and looking at Karen at the same time, along with the what the words that are being played, or the words that are playing on the screen, her lips were not moving in time with what was being said. But and I think there were also moments of Karen the same thing that I caught. Possibly, but I noticed it with Anita oh, way bigger. more. Face bigger. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you got a big face, then you really got to know the words. Yeah, right. The last thing I did, the other funny part of the episode, <laughs> was Karen taking that ponytail out, which they, they when Ruth told her to start taking oh, yeah. and she took that ponytail and whipped the hair around. So I, I see. Well, we, I guess we know she's that she's got that comedy, that very comedic timing. We got to see a couple of those because <laughs> they made me laugh out loud. And when I think back about it, I laugh. Um, but again, like you said, maybe she's not a well-rounded queen, but she's obviously funny. She's got that charisma, the C, and the nerve. To me, that takes nerve. So, And I feel like she's falling further into the background mm. Like as we go. She started out like, bam, Karen from finance. Everybody's like, ooh, Karen from finance. And now it's like every week she's falling further and further behind in my mind. Mm. Agreed. Uh, yeah, she's not popping like she was in the beginning. Uh, and I can't help but say this, but Anita has to sashay away to the Neve. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Back to the Navy. We salute you. We salute you, Anita. <laughs> wow. Wow. Keep so me with the ugly cry back there. <laughs> on that note, next week, we have the brand challenge. Man, which could go... Ooh, it, I, I feel like we... It'll be a great episode. We'd have a lot of great content because it'll be either really good for some or really I was about to say, bad. based on Australia and how they do stuff, it's, it's probably going to be mostly bad. <laughs> I love the Brand Challenge episode. It brought us such 
such great things. Is your blood sugar low? Right. Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sweet tooth. Yeah. So hopefully we get a sweet tooth from uh from Drag Race down under. But I'm I don't know. Not holding my breath. <laughs> I wouldn't. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not either. But I'm looking forward to it. Um, the other thought I had, which I, I guess is a question for the group. Um, do y'all? How would y'all feel if Art Simone actually wins this thing? Given that she's back, really for no, for what we think is no reason. I feel fine. I was about to say, uh, to me, she's the best rounded queen. Even though she's been brought back, they brought back the best, most rounded out queen. I mean, y'all said Scarlett's look was top of the night. To me, Arts was top, and I think for being a rounded queen, she just has all the elements. Now, her acting skills and that Bendy Irwin. We don't need that. Don't bring that. <laughs> don't bring that. She did commit to Bendy Irwin. I just think she got, she went too method. Yeah, so she got speak. stuck in there. She went full Jerry Leto on him. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> nobody liked that. But, or uh, Jim Carrey and Mal. Yeah, 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 yeah. Too, too, too deep. Like, too deep. Too deep. Too like, But I mean, I would not be upset. I think she was one of my original winners anyway. So I'm happy to be able to slide her back in there because <laughs> I got to get Karen out of here because <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Now, how do you feel? How would you feel? Apparently upset because you got that look about you. Well, again, because it just goes back to if it, if they make it this damn obvious, I'm gonna be upset because I just do feel like it, the producers or Rue or whoever is kind of careful. It, I mean, I know you know they say it's a reality show, and of course, all reality shows are scripted. But when it's a reality show competition, you would hope that it was a little more there's a little more integrity. Um, the integrity of Drag Race to me is just dropping with each season. So I don't know. I guess we'll see. But if Art wins, I'm gonna have a weird. I'm, I'm gonna be side eyeing. I mean, you already side eyeing too. Well, yeah. Right. My side eye might get stuck. Well, she made the most important step for a Queen coming back. She didn't go home this week, which is usually what happens when yeah. the Queen comes back after being eliminated. So. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. Uh, based on what's there, what's left, exactly. I think she's got a fairly exactly. easy path. Uh, really, her top. only competition is to right now Scarlet, just because she's won two challenges, and I'm not even, you know, to to me this week's wasn't even warranted, but whatever. Or nor was last week's. Who's to say? Fair anyway. But I, I I am nervous about the brand challenge for Art Simone next week. I think she's funny, but maybe when she's not playing Bendy Irwin, she'd be a lot funnier. Okay. I don't think she could be funny, but I think that her her vibe is more of like that funny asshole kind of vibe, which sometimes doesn't translate when you're, you mm. know, doing other stuff. Because that's essentially what Bendy Irwin was. And it's like, uh, yeah, it's funny, but also, eh, come out of it a little bit. Uh, so I don't know. We'll we'll see. I'm not really worried about her with it. Mostly, like you said, because what's left? <laughs> Key to me? Is she gonna do it? She gonna be the one? <laughs> you never know. I think this could be a good challenge for Kita. Hopefully, she gets out of safe, so we can see what the judges feel about her. Because right now, we have no idea. Well, I will say to me, Rue makes it obvious that she loves Kita me. Yeah. And I wonder if she's getting special treatment for that. Again, she was not called out for being safe for three weeks straight, but et cetera was. Well, I guess this week makes four. But, you know, when they were doing a little right. um, talk. So. All right, predictions? Anybody? So I think, uh, I think next week 
Karen from Finance will rebound and do well. I think Scarlet and Electra and etc. may struggle. I think we finally get to hear some critiques on Ketamine. And just for the record, I will miss Anita. I didn't think I would, but she had a great personality and she brought a lot of light to the workroom. But I, I will miss her. I found myself thinking that same thing. And I was like, man, I, I went so hard in the beginning against it. And now I'm like, oh, man, Anita's gone. I guess I'll go hard for all of us because I won't miss her. <laughs> Damn, son. Anyway, my predictions for next week. You said you think Karen will rebound. I think it's, it's going to go one of two ways. She's either going to rebound or, again, she's going to try to give us some character that doesn't work. <laughs> like, I feel like that's her thing. It's like the character stuff. Right. So I'm hoping that she just goes, since it's a brand challenge, that she goes Karen from Finance as yeah. her brand and, and just kills it. I'm pretty sure Karen will do well. She knows her brand. People love her brand. I think et cetera is going to struggle. She might end up they. in the bottom. Well, as a queen, I guess okay. that's what I usually do. But they might end up in the bottom. Yeah, I'm thinking Karen, winner, uh, et cetera, going home. Uh, let's see. Who do I think is going You said et cetera going home? I think that they're going to keep et cetera for the drama, if nothing else. See, like, now, uh, what's our girl? Candy. Now, <laughs> yeah, now I'm thinking like, okay, I know what we see, what it should be. But yeah. also, let's keep people around like. Art bringing the glamour, et cetera, mm. bringing the drama. You can kind of pin everybody. I do agree with Chris that it's time for Kita to get some critiques, but because it is obvious that Rue likes Kita, I don't know if they got a prior relationship or what, but it seems like, you know, something is there keeping her around because there's no way that anybody else could be safe for four weeks and not have any kind mm. of anything said about it. I think Electra is going to struggle because, you know, it's Electra and. Yeah. Even if she does good, she's struggling based on judges. Well, I mean, I mean it. Well, okay. I, I, I think you make a good point because in the brand challenge, you have to know what your brand is. And I'm not sure Electra does yet. Yeah. And uh, so I don't think she'll be going home, but it is possible. Um, Who is it? Electra, Scarlet, et cetera, Kita, Art, and oh, Maxi Shoe. Maxi Shoe, yeah. Mike fall back because she's kind of blint oh and karen and she she is another one that's kind of falling back like she'll pop out on runway but then and all the other stuff it's like who is it yeah she uh is another one that kind of blends in so we'll we'll see because i think she's funny she normally has some good one-liners like a fair sucker to have and all that kind <laughs> yeah. of stuff so I don't, but we don't really get a chance to interact with Maxi Shield a lot on the show, so it's hard to say who she is at this point. Yeah, like I said, I think she's funny, but I don't think she lets herself be as funny as she is. She kind of just plays the background role. So if she doesn't step it up, she's definitely at risk, in my opinion. Now we shift in our top fours of who we think is going to be top four with Arsimo added back in, or are y'all good with what you got going on? Get back I, go back. I, say, I gotta go back to that last week we changed, though. Yeah. yeah, but I'm going art. I'm gonna just go ahead and say mine while y'all looking. Oh my god, did I add anybody? Because I, I think have... you left yours yeah. the same. Uh, I'm putting art back in mine, uh, Scarlet, Electra, and then mm, I gotta knock Karen out of there and say probably key to me just based on you know the relations, it seems like. Mm. Yeah, so my top four was Karen, Kita. 
et cetera, et cetera. And Scarlet, I am removing, et cetera. <gasps> and putting Artemo back in there. So I'm going to go back to my original prediction I had. I mean, my original top four. I had Karen, Scarlett, Coco, and Art Simone. So I'll stick with those. You know what? I'm going to add Electra. I'm going to add get, Electra. Get off the train. You can't handle it. I can't. Nah. So you're taking, uh, getting rid of replacing Coco with Electra? Yeah. yeah, that all sounds good. Sounds fair, I guess. Um, <clears throat> Electra's really growing on me as the show goes on. So, yeah. I like that she's a fighter. Uh, she don't like she doesn't get pushed around, even though they be coming at her hard. She be trying to give it right back. Yeah, I love that. I did. All right, so that's the episode four of LTD. Let's talk drag. I'm Jessica. I'm Jay. I'm Chris. Bye. Peace. Bye.